Hello everyone, it's Deb. How are you guys doing? It's so great to be here. I'm going to read today's Bible study. It's absolutely beautiful. But before I read it, I just really want to remind everyone to pray with a friend this week. Remember, at Help Club, a big part of Help Club for Moms is praying with a prayer partner once a week for 10 minutes. It's so easy and so simple, but you guys, it is so life-changing. I know for me personally, uh, with my own friends, I'll pray with several people every week. I often will end a phone call with, hey, let's pray together, and we'll just take seriously five or 10 minutes to pray for each other. Or if I've had a conversation with someone about something they're dreaming about or anything they've had in their family or something we're talking about ministry, I'll say, hey, let's pray about this stuff. And we'll end the phone call with a prayer. But I'm telling you guys, praying with a friend will change your life. And so don't forget, that's a huge component of the Help Clever Moms program. So that's your little friendly reminder from Deb. And then also, before I forget, we are starting our new Bible study for spring on January 31st, and it's called The Wise Woman Grows. It's an amazing book all about growing in Christ and learning how to be a spiritually healthy mom. And we're going to be going through Lent together, reading through the book of John. It's so beautiful. I love this book. We just added a whole bunch of kids content that you can use with your children to disciple them, to help them to go deeper in their relationship with Jesus. And you will too, as you read it to them. But I, I'm so excited, so I just make sure you mark your calendar for the new study that starts January 31st, and then also our retreat. Mark your calendar for June the 11th in Colorado. In You'll fly into Denver, Colorado. It's in a place called Monument. It's a beautiful retreat center, and we're going to have our retreat here in Colorado on June 11th, okay? So those are your little reminders for the week. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for my friend listening to the podcast today. Thank you, God, that you are with us. Thank you that you love us. Lord, we love you so much. And we just really want to sit with you or drive with you, whatever we're doing today, God, while we're listening. We just, we want to do it with you. We want to feel your presence right now. I pray for my friend that your presence would wrap around her like a blanket or him like a blanket that they would have a new insight and understanding for uh, if they're going through a difficult season right now, God, that they would just have new understanding and would rest in you. So Jesus, teach us something today that we would remember for the rest of our lives. Give us an encounter with you, a revelation from you. We love you. Come Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Joy in Hard Times by Heather Doolittle read by Deb Weekly. Romans 12 verse 12 says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Christmas time is a season to celebrate peace, hope, joy, and love. But what if you're not feeling very joyful, or you seem to be in a hopeless situation? Friends, that is the perfect time to ponder the peace and joy of God. Set aside holiday busyness and spend quality time with the Lord. We share the spirit of Christmas through personal relationship with Jesus. It's not something that we should fake in order to meet cultural expectations. You can and should observe Christmas in a way that genuinely nourishes your soul, which may or may not be festive. There's nothing wrong with taking a week or a year off from hanging Christmas lights or baking gingerbread so that you can shift your focus to leaning on your Savior in prayer. 
That's exactly how I've spent this Christmas season, season, and it's been so nourishing. I've drawn closer to Jesus in a unique way. I simply don't have time or energy for the Christmas fanfare that I usually love, and Jesus is okay with that. On the outside, it may seem as though I'm not in the usual Christmas spirit, but on the inside, I am developing a new understanding and love for my Savior. Through my current season of struggle, I am learning to find joy in my trials instead of forcing joy in spite of those trials. I am learning the true meaning of being joyful in hope. By definition, hope is something that hasn't yet happened. To be joyful in hope is to thank God for that messy and difficult hardship that is bringing you to your knees in prayer. It is having faith that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. You don't need to downplay your struggles. In Christ, you can face them head on, filled with joy, because your hope is in Christ, and it's greater than any present struggle. The Israelites awaited the Messiah's arrival from a very dark place in time in history. God's word promised a deliverer, the king of all kings, the prince of peace, while their reality was oppression under a brutal, brutal Roman dictator. As a baby, Jesus was learning to walk and talk, and King Herod was overseeing the slaughter of Jewish infants. As Jesus grew into a man, Satan attacked the nation with unprecedented plagues and demonic possession. However, Jesus' light was all the more evident when contrasted with the dark world around him. God called his people to overlook the fear and pain around them, cling to his promises, and to accept their holy Savior. As Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds gathered around baby Jesus that first Christmas, they gazed into the face of a helpless baby and clung to God's word. They didn't know how this baby would fulfill all that God had promised, but they trusted his word and held it deep within their hearts. If we exercise our faith and hope in the dark times, just like Mary and Joseph and Jesus' first followers did, joy will see us through to the light. If we truly live as though the joy of the Lord is our strength and our shield, then life's inevitable trials and hardship will not be so devastating. We know that our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 17-18 Spend this Christmas season focusing on the unseen glory and love of God, growing in strength and love. If you do that by making Christmas crafts and playing the Christmas radio stations every day, that's great. If you do it by listening to a few powerful Christmas hymns and spending more time in prayer, that's great too. Whatever your life may look like right now, may your faith, hope, joy, and love grow in tandem and bring your heart closer to your beloved Creator this this Christmas. Questions to Ponder Think of the hardships in your life in which you leaned on God in prayer. What good came out of it? Thank God for those difficult times and the good that came from them. Are you in a good place, a season in which joy comes naturally? Thank God for the trials that got you there. Look for God's hand in your life struggles and note how God used those struggles to guide you into peace. In all things, God works for the good of those who love Him. That's Romans 8.28. Do you truly believe this verse? Ask God for wisdom to understand your hardships and what good they are accomplishing. Faith-filled ideas. 
Prepare yourself for spiritual warfare before it comes. When hard times strike, we often feel confused or anxious, unable to look past our own emotions. Write down verses that remind you of God's presence and provision now and keep them in a special place in your journal or phone to serve as a reminder when you need them. The verses throughout the study provide a great starting point. So does Job 36 verse 15 where it says, He delivers the afflicted by their affliction and opens their ears by adversity. Add encouraging Bible verses to the list regularly. Let's pray. Jesus, I pray for my friend who is struggling. I pray for her or his heart and that they will feel you so near to them that they will not just go through the motions, but Jesus, they will stop and spend time with you and really bring all of their burdens to you. Lord, if they're sick, they would show their afflictions to you. God, whatever it is, Lord, that they would open up their hearts to you, that they would know that you already know what's going on anyway, and you know their hearts, but you just want them to open up and to give it to you. Lord, I pray for those who feel like they're carrying heavy burdens, that they would lay their burdens right now down at the foot of the cross. They would even see themselves doing it, taking it off like Pilgrim did in Pilgrim's Progress and just laying it down. I just pray a blessing over them. For the ones who've experienced loss, Lord, that you would be their comforter. For the ones who feel betrayed or misunderstood or like they're not heard, Lord, that you would meet every need, every person here, you would meet their needs. That they would look to you and not to people to meet their needs. They'd look to you. And God, that they would just make the choice to trust you, knowing that you see every single one of their heart choices when they choose to believe you and to trust you one more day, even when it's hard. You see that. And you're so pleased by their choices to trust you. Father, be so sweet to them. Hold them. Hold them in your arms. Bless the ones who are having a happy time. And Lord, it's so good to go through the happy seasons. Sometimes things are happy. Sometimes things are hard. But Lord, we know you're with us all through the good and the bad. And so we invite you into every situation, every Christmas where there's just joyful laughter and every Christmas where there might be sadness. And we just invite you in because we just really want to know you more. We want to love you more and know your love. And we want to receive your love, God. We want to just sit at the foot of the cross. We want to sit at your feet. And we want to to know you, Jesus. And I just pray for a great day for everyone listening. And Lord, that everyone here that laid something down, they would know that you, you saw that and that you are with them and that you will never, ever leave them. In Jesus' name, amen.